Welcome to Machine Learning. I've been taking a course on statistical hypothesis testing. And what I'm finding is real interesting because everything comes down to the mean, the the standard deviation, you, you create what they call a z-score, and uh, then you can take a, a bootstrap sampling, and then from that you can get um, a standard error, and you can calculate with that standard error your, uh, from your sampling, you can calculate a z-score and a p-value. So one of the things that's interesting about that p-value is that you start with the null hypothesis, which is a, um, a amount, and then you can do a uh, comparison against the alternate hypothesis, which is either going to be greater than that of the null hypothesis or less than. And you would do a test on either the left tail of the distribution. Uh, in this distribution would be like a cumulative density function. And uh, uh, and you could do the left test if it's less than. If it's greater than, you would do a right test. Or you could do a test on both. And if it doesn't fall, if it falls less than, the, the p-value falls is greater than um, the alpha, which would be a uh, confidence interval, so somewhere between uh, 25 to 90 or 5 to 95 percent interval, then your your alternate hypothesis is going to be true. Uh, if it falls outside that range, if it's less than or the p-value is greater than the alpha, then it will mean that the null hypothesis is true. So. It's not magic, and it's not even complex rules. It's uh, it's using uh, the mean and the standard deviation and confidence intervals to predict whether or not a a guess about the data is true or false. So you can either reject the null hypothesis, or you can reject the or fail to prove the alternate hypothesis. Um, now, it's interesting because we talk about degrees of freedom also, and that has to do with uh, curve fitting to the distribution. So if your curve fitting is really close, you're going to have higher degrees of freedom. And you can calculate the degrees of freedom by looking at uh, the two cases that you're comparing. Let's say like you're, you break uh, the data into male and female, and then you would do your count of male, and then you do your count of female, and then you would do that less two of the, based on the, 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 the classes, and that would become your, that would become the uh, degrees of freedom. So uh, what, what, what is the usefulness of hypothesis testing? Well, I think a lot of hypothesis testing has been applied to marketing, where the, you're looking at uh, conclusions about the consumer behavior, 
and then you're looking to see if the data supports it. So, like, for example, uh, maybe you say that the average amount of money that people spend is $100. Is That's your null hypothesis. And for a particular product. So, like, you, you differentiate, you're differentiating product A against product B. And then you want you say, well, people actually spend more money than $100 on product B. So that would be your alternate hypothesis. So then you would go through, and, and again, the truthfulness of this depends on your population, those your samples. So if you have a small sampling, it may not represent the complete behavior of the group. Um, so if you have a larger sampling of data uh, on those particular products, then you can apply then your null hypothesis and then you can bootstrap your sampling, get the mean on that also, uh, so that'd be your X bar, and then get the standard deviation. And you can assume that the error on the hypothesis is zero, uh, the, mean, the mean differences are zero, and then solve for the p-values. Well, those are all great. You know, those are the mechanics of, of uh, hypothesis testing. I think what the real value would be is like, uh, again, you know, going back to some of the earlier podcasts I talked about uh, where we're looking at lift. So trying to calculate on a campaign uh, whether or not a particular campaign will result in a profit. And so uh, based on that campaign, based on the return percentage, you can calculate what your profit would be on an investment on a campaign. So that would also probably be true of the products if you knew had some historical data to base uh, probability of return. So maybe in this case, you might do some hypothesis testing on what you think the rate of return could be, greater or less than a certain amount, and test that with the data to see if it were true. And that might then yield to uh, some results that help you in that campaign. So there is an element of the demographic of the group that is important in determining where you invest your money in the marketing. Um, and so I could see how marketing could use hypothesis testing uh, in their demographics. 